If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Welcome to the Bad Movie Night Podcast, covering the worst movies you've never seen. Go to our website, badmovienightpodcast.com, to watch our show and to listen to other episodes of our podcast. We hope you enjoy listening to Bad Movie Night. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Bad Movie Night Podcast. My name's Chris, and I'm going to be your host as we talk about the 1987 horror comedy movie, The Video Dead. You know what? The Video Dead. Once you've seen them, you'll never forget them. Tonight I'm joined by Todd, Aaron, and AJ. What's going What's on? What's up, Chris? Yeah. Todd, can you give me a plot synopsis for The Video Dead? Sure, it's like The Ring, but before The Ring, and instead of The Ring Lady, it's zombies. That's kind of like what it is. There's a, there's a famous, an infamous TV gets delivered to a, a unbeknownst siblings, and then zombies come out and kill people. I'd say there's definitely some elements of Evil Dead in there, too, from the comedy standpoint and the gore. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think you pretty much nailed it. I'm good at nailing things. That's what she said. <laughs> Can you nail yeah. your own hand? I didn't know that was possible. Anyways, uh, Todd, what'd you think of the video dead? Uh, I thought it was all right. I thought the first half was better than the second half. And as anyone listening probably heard me say a thousand times before, these aren't like my jam anyway. So I'm not surprised I wasn't super pumped on the movie, but I thought the first half had more potential than the second half. I got a little bored in the second half. I think it slowed down a little bit, but the gore was pretty consistent throughout. So if you're uh, like if you're a fan of gore, I thought you'll enjoy the whole movie. Aaron? Yeah, I pretty much agree with Todd. I, I got pretty excited at first. I thought it was kind of fun. It was really campy. Um, and there were some cool gore moments, which were, which were nice. But overall, it was sort of boring. They didn't really embrace the cheesiness enough. Like, because the music and stuff try to make it seem more horror, but really is pretty much pure comedy to me. AJ, the first first part of the movie was really strong. The second part wasn't too bad, and the the third act was kind of like a disappointment. But uh, it was more of a comedy horror movie. It was you know it was fun. It was different. I, I did really enjoy the special effects on it. I thought they were fantastic. Yeah, I thought the premise was really cool, and like you said, it was really campy and fun at first. The story progression and like the pacing was really weird in this movie, and maybe it was just the editing itself. But scenes would just kind of like cut all over the place, where time has passed, but it didn't feel like time had passed. If that makes sense, I think there were sections of it that had story that didn't need to be there and other sections where the story was missing where it could be used. 
if you read the uh whatever like the plot synopsis for this movie on it's not the plot synopsis that's on IMDb but they're like the the little prefix that shows up on your TV if you mm-hmm. read that it talks about the place where the TV should have gone as opposed to the TV coming to these two siblings I feel like that's a plot point that didn't necessarily need to be there and the only reason that it was annoying that it was there was they had these random bits of exposition to 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 tell you that. I I didn't I don't think that was like key for me to know. I think they should have fleshed out a little bit more with the Texas character. Are you talking about that the TV was supposed to be delivered to the Institute for the Studies of the Occult? That's exactly what I'm talking about. But why like why why does that we never saw that institute. We never nothing <laughs> about it. All we did is this this random piece of exposition that oh yeah, it didn't go there. It instead came to these two kids that Oh, these two kids that, by the way, they're watching their parents' house, the brand new house, while their parents are in Saudi Arabia. Like, why do I need to know all this stuff? There is way too much expose there for for not a lot of benefit. I think it would be cool if they would have sent, like, a task force or some scientists or something from this occult museum to come back and, like, look for the TV and add a whole element to the plot yeah that's a good that's a good point like that would have tied it in anything else would have tied it in instead they bring this random texas character who doesn't even work for that university or any institute or anything he's bring this random texas character back who knows about it and it's just weird it felt weird i think i think because the movie was probably operating on a shoestring budget and they had to make choices in in where they could put the money to best use and i think what they did was put it towards the gore and the effects in the movie, yeah, which were pretty well done, I think. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so, too. I think so, too. Why not just forget the story, then? Like, why? Yeah. Uh, did, that, did that really do it for you, is what I'm saying? Did the fact that the TV was supposed to go to that institute, did that really, you know, tickle your story bone? No, they didn't even need to bother saying. Yeah, that's the problem. It gets you so interested when you say a cult, you know whatever and then you're like so disappointed when that doesn't come back into the story you can't introduce something that cool and not use it you know they they can't have nothing but i just thought that if they only had the texas character and then fleshed out his backstory a little bit more that it it would have been fine for the like the campiness of the movie the level of gore of the movie i think that would have been enough there's literally only like six characters in the movie right yeah and only really like two or three of any importance. Well, let's talk. Can we talk about the characters? No. <laughs> it starts. <laughs> Jerk. It starts out with. It starts out with uh, Jeff, and I don't I actually don't know if I know her name. What's what was her name? Uh, Zoe. That's right. She she repeated his name all the time, but he didn't repeat her name a lot. That was one of the issues I had with the movie, is that it opens with Zoe, and it makes it seem like she's going to be the main character, and then her brother, Jeff, shows up, and then you, like, never see Zoe again until the very, very end of the movie. It's so weird how they show up, like, separately. Like, she's taking a taxi there, and he just kind of stumbles out of the woods? Like, he was like, what was he doing? Where the hell did he come from? Yeah, was he hiking through the Appalachian Mountains? Like, what? There's a simple explanation. Zoe is Jeff, just with a wig on. Jeff is Zoe? Yeah. Einhorn is Finkel? Finkel yes. is Einhorn? <laughs> what, would, what, what would he be doing in woods? Is what do teenagers hiking? do in the woods? I don't know. Masturbate? Fornicate? 
he was weed. Smoke weed. I don't know. Fornicate, Sasquatch, Squatch hunting, masturbating, and smoking weed. Smoking the reefer. But he had like a. Didn't he have like a suitcase or something? Like he was literally. Maybe he just caught another taxi. Like you're hung up on this, and I don't know why. Because he was clearly coming out of the woods. Is he living in the woods? He's squatting in that shack. Where, where are you going with this? Yeah, where are you going with this? What do you want us to tell you? We don't I know. Wanna, I want to know his backstory. It's not very clear. I didn't know how old he was. Yeah, that was he seemed confusing. like a younger brother. He was, like he was in he high was school. Younger. Yeah, he was younger. Was he supposed to be going to high school there? Was he living there? It made it seem like know. they were showing up to this house to watch it for their parents until their parents arrived. Which is yeah. a fucking bizarre, bizarre story point. Like, why even bother with this? Why don't they just have it that this family moves into this house? Was it because they weren't able to get two people that look like parents? Yeah, no, for the whole exactly movie. Simple. Why. God, there are no parents. It's just Jeff and his sibling personality. The what parents show parents, up at the end. That, you know what would have been better? Be cool. If their parents had just died. Yeah. And then they were left on their own in this house or something until an uncle came or something. That would have been so cool. So the movie does open with a different character, basically like Stephen King. It's this dude writing in this dirty house who, <laughs> who's the first guy to receive it. the TV, and he gets killed. And then the movie jumps three months later, and it shows these kids moving into this house. Why didn't they just have the parents be killed and the kids showing up on, like, college break or something? Right. To so their uncle's house. The kids yeah, go live the creepy, with the uncle. Creepy uncle. Because right. they didn't think about it. Man, this could have been so much better. It's a couple little tweaks. God, or, or they yeah. thought about it too much, one or the other. <laughs> well, why did the zombies always strangle people instead of, like, chewing or gnawing on them? It's cheap. Yeah. Yeah, but then you went that far to, like, invest in those, some of those effects, like the chainsaw well, cut scenes. They did uh, shoot the movie originally and decided that it didn't have enough uh, gore, so the production company actually gave them more money, and they went back and reshot some stuff. Oh, that gore man, time. we need a production company. That's that, awesome. That explains a lot, though, because you have scenes <laughs> where they're laughing and choking people, and it's just kind of silly, and then you have these really gruesome gore scenes that, in and of itself, I don't think they really fit together necessarily. I'm glad they added those things, but I don't think it yeah. really goes with the other scenes with the zombies. Can we even really call them zombies? They're not really zombies, are they? What no, the they felt they? more like like possessed people from Evil Dead. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because they had personalities, which mm-hmm. was kind of cool because that was campy and funny. Like mm-hmm. they were like investigating things and doing silly little playing with blenders and yeah, shit like that. Yeah, that made it better. That made it better than just like a run of the mill zombie movie. What was the story of the guy inside the TV that was warning Jeff? The garbage man. Yeah, the garbage <laughs> man. I don't he never know. came back. He just yeah. says, "They call me the garbage man. I dispose of human garbage." Like, yep. he would have been a cool character <laughs> to like, you know, build something into a little bit. I think that's the main problem with the movie, though, is it sets up an interesting premise where they have different channels on the TV because that one lady is like seducing Jeff and stuff, yeah, and then the other cool. is like a movie of zombies. Where I thought. It was going to be different shows or movies shown in this TV were going to come out into real life. Like a Jumanji kind of thing. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that would have been but awesome. instead, it's just, if you have this TV and it falls over, then some smoke will come out and a zombie will come out. And that's it. I thought what they were going to build in with the Garbage Man character was the fact that people get sucked into the TV. 
So I thought the garbage man character was the hero of TV. Yes. I thought he was, I thought he got sucked in, but in order to save everybody else, he's been running around trying to kill all the undead within TV land. So none of them can escape. That's what, that's what I thought was going to happen. Did you ever see that movie with John Ritter? Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, I have that movie. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's that's what I thought. Like, that's kind of what I thought this was going to be, but just Satan more in the horror. Minivan. So let's talk about the neighbor girl, April Paris Hilton. <laughs> what was the what was the what was the story with like her introduction with that dog? I, uh, she just kind of showed up. She mumbled and that. said something about chemical cleaning or something. <laughs> yeah, she goes, I'm, "I'm April. Don't you hate it? It sounds like the smell they put on Kleenex." What? <laughs> yeah, there were some really bad lines. In this, Todd, you uh, use a lot of Kleenexes <laughs> for an activity. Uh, what what do they smell like? <laughs> is it is it sadness and shame? <laughs> I, don't I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> sadness. That was she was the one character in the whole movie that I didn't think felt forced. Like that felt like that yeah, storyline right. felt like a campy horror movie. Even the fact that she was like a terrible actor or actress just helped. Like yeah, Jeff she was, was she was Jeff, like an exaggerated trope from a horror movie. Yeah, yeah, and the Jeff was girl, a terrible actor like, too and the, like them two together trying to fi- like figure shit out like oh you someplace safe, you got to come someplace safe and that I was joking but I seriously thought she was going to or he was going to be like yeah, come over to my bedroom or something like that. Like it sounded yeah. like that's where it was going. Yeah, she has a little dog who runs off into the woods. I got to keep quoting this movie because these lines are fucking ridiculous. But <laughs> she's talking about the dog to Jeff and she says, he likes to find skunks in the woods and then he tries to mate with them. But the skunks don't like it. So then it really turns him on. Her dialogue's just like a random stream of consciousness, and then she's like, "And then I got the potatoes." No, I think it was. I think it was meant to be funny, and it was just like it just caught really me. Like, awkward. what the hell? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was funny. I, th- I, I start- think she should have been in the whole movie. Like, she should have been the yeah. sidekick character to Jeff or whatever. That's the problem. Like, again, we don't have a lot of characters, and they kind of like fall short on that. I feel like they just gave her the part because they did this audition for. A scream, and they liked her scream, and then that was it. I say this because there was a section of the movie that felt like it was ten minutes long, where all she did was like look at the camera and and freak out, and it was really awkward. It would have lasted like it could have lasted for like ten seconds, and it would have been fine, but it lasted way too long. Do you think? And maybe I'm giving the movie too much credit, but do you think since it's called the video dead? That it's supposed to be kind of like a metaphor for people mindlessly watching TVs, like zombies. Man, you know what I'm You're saying? On way that that could have been that could have been cool, but I don't think that's where they were going. I think somebody thought of that concept, but didn't know how to write it that way. Didn't execute it. Like way. didn't execute it all. Yeah. As long as we're talking about failed executions, though. Whoa, whoa, I wish, we're not talking whoa, about your sex life. I wish this were man. I wish this were a better segue yeah. <laughs> cuz there were a lot of executions in that movie. But did you see when Jeff was going through Texas's bag and pulling out stuff and he pulled out a locket and opened it up and it was a lady in a wedding dress? 
Was that? Yes, the, I saw all that. Was yes. that the dead lady in the wedding dress? I don't know. They didn't make it clear because they were going through all of his stuff. Yeah, he had they, like books on survival and he had a Bible and stuff. Yeah, they did not make it clear, but I thought that's why he left her escape the first time. This actually brings up something I was. I, they're not zombies in the traditional sense because they don't bite people and turn them into zombies. There's none of that yeah. going on in this. So where where do these zombies or these creatures come from? What is the origin story behind this? Or what is the... I don't know. It's missing something. They don't explain it. And they don't, I don't know if they really need to explain it. But it does, doesn't set up the rules for the characters. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. as a viewer, and I see zombies coming onto, out of a TV, and I immediately think, well, you kill a zombie by shooting him in the head or whatever, right? But yeah. these are just dead, and they don't die when you hit... Like, the one zombie gets a fucking iron shoved through his head in a really cool scene, but he doesn't die. The only rule they set forth about the zombies is they don't like mirrors. Yeah, they don't like mirrors because they don't like to look at themselves, which yes. fits with me, too, I guess. I'm one you, of the dead. you a zombie. I'm a video dead. I knew I'm it. a video dead. They do set up that rule, though, that that um, that if the living person doesn't show fear, then the the video dead won't kill you. I mean, if you're going to set up rules, they, they might want to be better than that. I mean, that was kind of stupid. Don't they you guys think? But that did set up that pretty tense scene at the end that went on for way too fucking long, but... I mean, it was funny when she was, like, serving him dinner and stuff, but... Yeah, that... that... That third act pulled me back into the movie because I was really bored during the second act. And then when the zombies all show up to their house and she decides that she's not going to be afraid, so the next scene cuts to her cooking beans for all the zombies around a table. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> Old family recipe, canned beans. And that was like the elements of the movie that I thought were really, really that good. Was because fun. It was super, yeah, it was super campy and super cheesy, yeah. but it was fun. It was just uh, the meandering plot in the second act, which like just turned me off. They're wandering around the woods. Like Jeff, Jeff and Texas decide they're going to put an end to this curse or whatever it is. And so they pack up the shittiest bow and arrow I've ever seen bow with like five arrows and a mini chainsaw and go into the woods. Somebody called it in the beginning too. They were like, Oh, I hope they don't go wandering through the woods. Yeah. And they did for like an entire act. They they did. did. There's going to be woods. There's going to be lots of footage in the woods. What, is, what makes Jeff think he's capable of hunting zombies? The dude is like a complete putz. You think he would realize he's a putz, right? I also think he was uh, a bit love struck by April and, and the fact that she might not be dead yet. So he could go she find her. She did have that and... really sexy toothbrush scene. <laughs> I like when she like told him that about the, she told the neighbors that he was the one that like killed the dog. Like, don't worry, they probably won't just press charges. He's like, what the hell? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that was pretty funny. I'm sure they won't press charges. I did think, though, that while, you know, there's like three different houses they have and some yeah. woods for this whole entire movie, the lighting especially was really well done and it didn't feel like the production was good enough that it felt like a real movie. I don't understand, like, they set up the three houses and the zombies taking over those houses, and, like, 
I mean, I guess it was kind of interesting to see the deaths and stuff, but it, it really was unnecessary for the movie because then they don't even show the police. They just, you know, the police come and they just show lights, like represent, like what was the full point of shooting all that if it didn't like it come back to, into the film anyway? I think they just wanted to have kills in the movie. I think and it might so, have been better just not to even have other houses. Yeah. Like they're kind of off on their own. They needed fodder for the zombies to kill. You needed some, like, you know what you needed? You needed, like, a park ranger or something like that. Like, some kind of local law enforcement character. Don't you think? This is what, this is, this is how the movie should have been. The movie opens with their parents in the house getting the TV and getting killed. Then Jeff and Zoe show up and think their parents are gone or something. So they throw a house party and all these high school kids come (laughs) over, or college kids come over, and then just all the killing starts, and that's it. Yeah. I like that. That's good. All right, you guys want to play a real TV show or fake TV show? Okay. Real, real TV, TV show or fake TV, TV show. show. We got to right, work on those so, songs. <laughs> no, they're all, they're all the same. <laughs> Just put the Jeopardy's theme song behind this. That's good. I should do it. All right, so real TV show or fake TV show. I will read the name of a TV show, and you tell me if it's real or if it's from a piece of fiction. The Hundred Lives of Black Jack Savage. <laughs> what? That's, that's got to be a, uh, a movie TV show or something. That doesn't sound real. I'm going to say... I'm going to say fake. Uh, fake. It's real. <gasps> Fox Force 5. That uh, real. That's... No, that's... Uh, shit, I know where that's from. Damn it. I'm not gonna be yeah, able to think about it in time, but that's fake. I, that's fake. I know where that's from. It's oh, that's where it's from. Pulp Fiction, Fox Force. Yep, yep. Uh, I knew right. I knew where that was from. Fake. The Golden Ghouls. Fake. <laughs> Is that a sequel to the Golden Girls? <laughs> yeah, I don't fake. Know, fake. It's fake. It's from the movie. Stay tuned. Oh, <laughs> oh man, I should know that. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. That's real. That sounds real. Yeah, that does sound real. They put is celebrities real. in the middle of the wilderness or whatever. In, in, invitation to love. Invitation to Ooh, love. I hope it's real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that has to be real. There's so many shows like You're that. You're gonna have to face 70s. an invitation Aaron? to love. Uh, real. It's fake. It's from Twin Peaks. Oh, oh man. Have you guys watched the new Twin Peaks yet? No. No. I don't I'd, really want to. <laughs> I kind of want two to. of Twin Peaks was terrible. Yeah, the, the first season was pretty cool, but yeah. Yeah, the second uh, season was brutal. Johnny's Bananas. That's real. Sure, real. Real? It's fake. It's from Entourage. Ah. Oh, yeah, you're D- right. Dirty Sexy Money. That sounds fake. real. Uh, fake. Real. <laughs> Shasta McNasty. <laughs> what? That I'm sounds gonna go fake. Out and say it's real. It is real. <gasps> this is like a Japanese game show. No, it was on UPN. It was an American sitcom from 1999 to 2000. Hmm. So it had a long run. <laughs> it was very popular. <laughs> huh. Long and illustrious. It was well respected. That's it for a real TV show or fake TV show. <laughs> so. I'm guessing they didn't have cable in their house, right? 
1987, like, isn't that like the height of TV? Like, that's the apex of TV, right? I was two years old. I don't All know I did was yes. watch TV. I don't know if that's the apex of TV. <laughs> apex, Todd. Dude, what I was had that like, 1987. I had like four channels until I was in high school. Yeah, isn't that one. Now is the apex of TV. Fucking Robocop and Predator came out in 1987. It was the best yeah, year ever. I was two years old as well. One thing that was really good about this movie, I thought at least at first, was the music because it was so cheap John Carpenter. It was fun at but, first. It was but I think they fun. had two tracks that they looped for the entire movie, and the person editing the movie didn't realize that at some point you don't have to have music because she would like literally be walking down the hallway to go take a dump, and it was playing the super intense yeah. music the whole time. It didn't yeah, that's time. that's how it's it like hanging true. a picture frame, and it was like, this is intense. What if it drops and breaks? Yep. She like pours coffee and then like it goes as she goes to reach for the sugar. You're like, oh shit, what's gonna happen? What was your guys' favorite kill in the movie? Because there was a bunch. I'll tell you the one that I thought was the most fun was the woman in the washing machine with her legs sticking out. That was good. And she That's turned creative. it on. That was pretty fun. I like the murder slash suicide of Jeff. Yeah, that was the best <laughs> part cool. of the movie. You know, it was another good one when he first uses the chainsaw and cuts that guy open. There's like mice inside him. That was pretty cool. This wasn't a kill, but my favorite encounter was the the iron in the head, oh, only because man. it was so it was so awkward. It's so weird. Like you don't expect, uh, and it's not like a for those listening. It's not like a hot poker iron. It's like a iron that you use to iron clothes on an ironing board. The pointy end of that straight in the dome, like. That's that's new. I've not that seen cool. that before. And it was just right in there, and Zombie just keeps Embedded. on trucking. Yeah. They set that scene up, though, with a, a blender. The zombie investigating a blender and turning oh, yeah. it on. I was really disappointed they didn't end up using that. Same with the garbage disposal. Exactly. There was a blender that was a disappointment, and there was a garbage disposal that was a disappointment. What was your favorite zombie character? Bowie. Bowie? David Bowie? Pa- like? Paper, Bowie paper mache David Bowie. He was like the weird thing about him was he was like a different color from all the other zombies. Like they made a point. And he to had like hair stick out. I yeah. think it's like yeah, it's like hair. dog turds. The ones that are out the longest turn white. And he, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is that about dog turds? Does anyone know? Uh, I'm guessing yeah. it's Why just. Why do they some, do that? I'm some guessing sort of it's just process. fungus. Why don't you clean yeah. your goddamn dog turds up? The uh, I think like the main zombie character in the movie was supposed to be the woman though in the wedding. Yeah, dress. the bride. You know, the weird thing is, too, like, when they first get there, they have the moving truck there, and they don't really show them, other than the one scene of her, like, unpacking glasses in the kitchen, you don't really see any of their stuff. Well, all I do know is that she is going to be going to college, and she has a, she's going to be studying her major is going to be aerobics. Oh, that's important. <laughs> we didn't see any of, any of her flexible skills, though. She didn't movie. do any aerobics, though. Chris, didn't, yeah, you, uh, right. did, didn't you minor in aerobics? You know what would have been good? Her teaching the zombies aerobics with music, they like distract awesome. them. That would have been great, right? 
They could have had like a precursor, like her doing aerobics in her room, and then later in the movie they interject that scene in. That would have been great. Oh man, in spandex. Yeah. I need a hero. (laughs) By the way, guys, the best place to do aerobics is the basement. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that was a crappy. The ending is kind of crappy. Yeah, it was pretty bad. She what, basically just lure the zombies down. There? Yeah, she remembers hearing Joshua the Texan say, "Like if you trap them in the basement, they'll get bored and eat themselves or something yeah, that stupid." That's like the dumbest thing in the world to me. Like they were there for two minutes, and the one dude's like, "Ah!" He starts blowing up. Yeah, what was that? I I thought he's gonna explode like Big Trouble in Little China, but well, I I think I think the main one of the. <sighs> They make it a point to tell you that a movie jumps three months into the future. After the zombies, most or some of them have already come out of the TV. What were those zombies doing for three months? Just standing there in the woods? Yeah. Just standing in the woods. And why now do they start killing people in the neighborhood? Exactly. And why did they kill... the dog came out to get them. How come they didn't kill the son when he was living in the woods? He wasn't living in the fucking woods. (laughs) What? (laughs) He came out of the woods at the beginning of the movie. No, he's obsessed he did, with this kid coming out of the woods. I don't think he weird. came out of the woods. Yeah, he did. There was a, a shot from the woods of his perspective, and then him, his feet dragging out of the woods. Uh, I know what you mean. Yeah, it was meant to seem like it's a zombie, and it's supposed to be intense, but it's just him being stupid. Yeah. He's basically just a dirt ball. That's all it is. Yeah, he wore that one shirt the whole movie. It's so disgusting. It had, like, sweat stains on it and stuff. Like, he was ever going to win that girl with sweat stains all over his shirt? Come on. <laughs> Not unless you're in West Virginia. Is this going to play out? And she's your sister. <laughs> there goes all of our West Virginia fans. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No, they know it. They're with their sister right now. <laughs> yeah. <Y'all. laughs> Y'all better play some chords on my banjo. And do you think the parents knew that someone had died in that house before buying it? Shit, yeah, they got a good discount. But the kids didn't know. Yeah, the kids didn't know, but the parents knew. Would you buy a house where somebody died in? Depends on how they're murdered, I guess. Like if they're murdered. I know, I know someone who bought a house where someone shot himself in it. And died. That's pretty crazy. And, and does does that person haunt the house? I don't know. I mean it. I mean it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter to buy a house where somebody was murdered. But you know, it's like on the front of everyone's mind. And then you're always going to be wondering when you live there. Like, was this where the where that guy shot himself? And was it in this room? You yeah. Know? Let's let's just say it outright. For the same price, you wouldn't buy the house. You would just buy another house, another house yeah. that's equivalent. So. But- so the real question is, how much of a discount are you looking for to purchase Murder House? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you call it Murder House, no one's going to want to buy it. It's got to be like 50 grand. Yeah, but like 50 grand off of what? 50 grand off yeah. of a $200,000 house? A similar, no, of a similarly... I'm saying what? for each body what are you to murdered... <laughs> for each body in the house, or, so for each person who died in the house, you subtract $50,000. Yeah, no, no. From but is the it, value of a life? Are you talking 50 so, grand off of a mansion, or are you talking 50 so grand off of... So if we're talking like... Uh, just by no, default. No, no, no. It doesn't matter. Just no, person. it absolutely so like does a mansion, matter, sir. Like... Fifty thousand no. off a two hundred thousand dollar house is a big discount. Fifty thousand yeah. off a million yeah. dollar house. Well, somebody yeah. fucking was murdered in it. 
hey, if I'm buying a mansion, I want zero murders. Like, they better There's be giving me 200 murders. grand Maybe off of my scales. mansion. Maybe it's the percentage then. It's got to be like, a percentage. Like I think 15%. the only way... The only way it affects me is if I have to repair anything, like blood stains or anything. That's not going to be good. Yeah. Is there a history of murder? Like, oh yeah, this is the house that's had like three successive like murders in it. This yeah, murder house. That that's, I, that's why murder I'm calling house. it murder house. Yeah. Now the alternative is, what if it was like a serial killer who like kept his bodies there? What crazy. kind of discount would you need to to buy that house, Chris? Uh, I don't know if I would buy that. That has to be like half off, or I'm I'm not even considering. <laughs> I feel like oh. I feel well. I feel like you try and hang a TV bodies, on the wall, like, and blood comes out. You're like, oh, found another body. If you kept bodies in a place for a while, I feel like that would produce some sort of mold, and then mold would be expensive to take care of. <laughs> well, let me get. Let me ask you this: Is there a difference between if it was suicide, murder, or just like natural death? Oh, yeah, definitely yes, a, difference. a difference. Definitely, definitely. A difference. Yeah. What's the value range there? I mean, natural death. Is suicide yeah. higher than murder. Uh, natural death doesn't even count. Okay. I think. I think Why? natural it's the same death. Thing. No, it just happens. Somebody too died often, here. though. It's 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 irregular. It's atypical. I think. What if it was a natural death and then they didn't find the body for like months? That would be different. Chris, yeah, yeah, because yeah, that would see. again go back to my mold problem. You'd have mold <laughs> growing everywhere in the house. Oh man, there's mold in every house. Your house Probably is like nine, 90 years old. There's right a good chance somebody has died in that house somewhere. Yeah, definitely. And they're standing behind me. <laughs> Bucky says that. The house he used to stay in, an old lady died in his room, and she haunts him at night when he tries to sleep. When he's ma- when he's masturbating. <laughs> my my parents my he's an idiot. <laughs> my parents' land is apparently built on a indie old Indian burial ground. Oh man, so that's, cool. I, that's all the, some poltergeist stuff going all on. All the time growing up, seriously, used to have like Norbert. Was was the thing's name that would always make weird freaking noises in the house? We just called him Norbert because that made him way less scarier when I was like three. Is that like a Harry Potter reference? No, his name was Did just you have Norbert. Any shamans come oh, and like. I thought that's an Eddie Murphy movie. Cast spells. Yeah, you guys. I, I didn't watch any movies when I was little. We just called him Norbert for some reason. <laughs> we should have had a shaman come though. That'd be cool. <laughs> you should have had this little old like yeah lady come and. Did any tall men in black suits ever show up to your house? No. You've probably never seen Poltergeist, have you? I uh, have not. Yeah, oh my gosh. That movie's watch pretty it. terrifying. No, <laughs> it's not that scary. It was when it Don't came out. Don't him, Lord. We want him to watch it. That's a fun movie. It's really funny. I don't believe in ghosts, so we're getting that out of the way. I would buy any house. I'd buy it. Who cares? You buy the Amityville Horror House and live in it? Yeah, I would definitely. It's a sweet house. You ever see that thing? Yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty crazy. So, would you have to live in it with other people though, or would you live in it by yourself? Oh man, if I don't have to live with my family, that'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care how set in your ways you are. If you move into the Amityville Horror House and you don't believe in ghosts, I'll give you like thirty days. You're going to be believing in ghosts and out of your fucking mind. He's now, why? watching horror movies all because because here's the it's thing. It's Chris. I know. I know you don't believe in ghosts. What does that mean, no. Aaron? 
I mean, like in 30 days, the ghosts are going to be tired of him and they're going to leave. They're going to be like, fuck this. We got to find a new place to live. I know. I this guy's disgusting. Gastrointestinal problems. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't believe in ghosts, but because there's stories around the place, eventually it's going to get to you. Eventually you're going to be like, what was that noise? What was that noise? What was that noise? I live in a super old house that makes noises all the time. Yeah, you got. I have so many got, animals. Yeah, I got guinea got, pigs. Got I got people cats. There I got dogs. You. I got you kids. Got, you got people there with you. Imagine oh, if I was living here by myself. Yeah, it'd be scary. If I didn't have any animals, I was living here by myself. It'd be pretty scary. Yeah. So, all right, theories of the TV. Where did this TV come from? Who made it? Was it Nazis? I'm going with Nazis. China. Hmm. Yeah, was this this some dude's hobby? He like made his own TV. That'd be cool. And channeled. Channel these things into it. it. Yeah. I just think it's, it was a little disappointing. Maybe because I was expecting like that stay tuned kind of quality where it's like parodying other TV shows and stuff like that. Yeah. That's so they don't funny. bother to really do anything special with the TV besides the fact that they show you there's a zombie movie on the TV and then the zombies come through the TV. Yeah. Yeah. So I do have a couple interesting facts about the movie. And uh, one of the main things was that. This movie took basically a year to shoot since it was mostly shot on weekends and during the cast crew's free time because it was such a low-budget movie. <laughs> That's funny. And then the fact that the distributor thought it wasn't gory enough and gave the production team additional funds after they had finished editing the movie that to go back crazy. and add some more gore. Like, that can't happen very often, I wouldn't think. That's insane. No. And uh, apparently a sequel was written, but... Never materialized. Materialized. Material. How do you say that word? Materialized. materialized. What would you call it? Streaming the dead. Nah, that'd be like what it is now. I'd call yeah. it. Yeah. Like... So what would you? Yeah. If you if you had to remake this movie, what would you title it nowadays in 2017? Like YouTube uh... dead. Vimeo. <laughs> Vimeo dead. Uh, I might Vivo? go. I might go for something blockbuster phone related if it. It doesn't like it doesn't have to be a TV. It just has to be some enter, something like entertainment related. Red, red box of death. I might go uh, Deadflix. Deadflix. Oh. I might go You're something, something. I might go something social media related, like people people who are on social media too long. Their phones charge at night and zombies come out. Oh man! You get a zombie out of talk, a phone, Todd. Talk about your talk about your social commentary, Chris. By the way, if he's small, all those. All those social media zombies out there. Oh, man. It's already too deep. Chris doesn't get it. How about cyborg bots? Their social media come alive. Roombas? Now we're completely off the rails. Yeah. I know. I mean, you could still make a movie like this because TV, there's still, there's like even more channels and stuff nowadays. But if you want to bring it into the internet world i guess it would have to do something with like a netflix or something like that right <laughs> i didn't order this movie let's watch it anyways dun, dun, dun. and then the zombies come out i think it would be more like you're on facebook and there's a video or something like, i think they've, oh, they've made movies johnny, like that already. johnny shared the scariest movie ever and then you watch it and then the zombie comes out you're like you. wait a second johnny's been dead for two years I mean, they do have that, like, uh, what the hell was that movie called? Where it was all on, like, Skype or whatever. Well, Unfriended. Oh. Watch that. It's actually pretty clever. Yeah. Yeah. Todd, would you recommend The Video Dead? 
I don't, I was thinking about this. I don't think I would recommend it. I did like the beginning, but the end just got a little too boring for me and the story fucking lost it, man. It's, it's, it's up in the air for me, but I'm going to say no. Aaron? Yeah, I'm kind of 50-50 on this one. There's a lot of parts that I did like. I liked the campiness. That was fun. And the gore was cool. But overall, I wouldn't really recommend it unless you're... I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say if you're a zombie fan, watch it, because they're really not zombies. I'd say if you like comedy horror, give it a shot. But it's no Shaun of the Dead or something like that. Yeah. AJ? Yeah, I think I might recommend it to watch. I mean... It wasn't a great movie, but there was some, like like you guys had said, there's some fun comedy elements to it, and I thought that was kind of special in its own mind. And the special effects were great. There were a lot of lacking in the plot and story, but it was I still had fun watching it. I thought there was some good things going on with it. Yeah, I thought the movie was campy enough uh, that it would be fun to watch with a bunch of people. You could definitely riff on it. There's a bunch of ridiculous... Uh, dialogues like people say the most ridiculous shit in the movie and then when uh there are kills the practical effects and everything look great the ending was pretty funny and i thought the very very end the little stinger at the end was pretty good as well it slows down in the second act but if you can make it through that i think it's worth it and uh yeah i think i'd recommend it all right everybody next week we're gonna watch the 1993 horror movie carnosaur so if you like what you heard, go to the iTunes.com slash review us and leave us a review. And until then, don't touch that dial. Todd. What dial? <laughs> Not that <laughs> dial, Todd. <laughs> All right. See you guys. Thanks for listening to the Bad Movie Night Podcast. If you have any questions or recommendations, send us an email at info at badmovienightpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>